follow dogs. Go lick feet like a normal pervert. Welcome to Then You Ruined It, a podcast where two dorks try not to make a simple conversation weird and fail every time. So it's 10.30 the other night, and the kids are in bed. My wife and I have uh, watched our shows that we're going to watch for the night, and I go in to wash a few dishes before going up to bed just to clean things up in the kitchen, and I have just started washing when it feels like from right beside me, or right, it would be on the ground, but I hear a, I'm like, okay, we don't have a dog, so it's not a dog. Was that something on my wife's show? Like, did she turn the volume up way too loud? That that, that happens occasionally, or it's the volume is spike. So I, I start to go in there. And as I'm, like, taking off my headphones, because I'm listening to a podcast at the time, I take off my headphones, put down the sponge I was washing with, and I hear, and I'm like, okay, that's... So I go immediately into the, into the living room and just look at my wife, just like, you heard that, right? And she goes, yeah, I heard that. I don't know what that is. I was like, oh, okay, good. So go and look at our, our back porch, uh, right in the same room as the kitchen and flip on the light to the deck and there's two little dogs just barking at me it's <laughs> like great what is going on here um so we have neighbors that live across the street that have two small dogs about the size of chihuahuas they may be a chihuahua breed i'm not sure they're very yippy whenever i walk by or breathe do anything they just like to yip but these don't look like those dogs so i'm like I, we can call them and like see if the dogs got out but I don't, I don't think this is their dogs. And so I start to go out the door and then my wife is the door that's attached to the backyard. My wife is like, Whoa, you do that. And they get in the house. We've got a whole other problem. (laughs) It's like, good point. Okay. So I will go around the front. So I uh, open the front door and go out that way. And as I'm coming around, there's a woman holding up her cell phone, like with the flashlight, uh, just looking and be like, Oh, here, I, I think we found them. Hey, hey, we found them. Yeah, they're over here. Come on. And so she's yelling to unseen people at that point to me. And uh, then says, are, are they, is, is it fenced in? You can see a fence. So yes, it's fenced in. But yeah, it's fenced in. You're good. So then she just opens the gate and goes in like she owns the place. And that, that, this woman was the only problem I... Uh, have with the entire situation she she was way too i'm gonna use this thing she wouldn't even say hope you don't mind it was just she tried grabbing one of our trash cans which is actually a recycling can that was bungeed to the fence because it blows over all the time so it's bungeed to the fence she tried grabbing that to like put the dogs in i guess to corral them and she's like she's pulling on it and we're just like oh it's it's stuck to the fence you can't use that one so she grabs another trash can that we have we don't ever put anything in and is thinking she's gonna use that i'm just like no these dogs clearly don't want anything to do with you like i think she's maybe like a friend of the people that own the dogs and was just trying to help but i don't think the dogs want anything to do with her because when she would call them they'd run further away so you're not helping uh, let's wait for the owners. And so before we know it, we've got the two owner. Actually, one of the owners stayed in our driveway while the other one came into the yard because they own the dogs. Good. You'll get them calmed down. Uh, one ran behind our shed and like wouldn't come out like wanted to play or was like, you could see it's, it was dark. So it was like really shining a flashlight back there. You can see its eyes like darting out of the bushes every once in a while. Like, who's that? Nope. Don't know that person. Gotta stay back here. So yeah, they eventually got the dogs and it was theirs and they live a cul-de-sac 
down the road from us and they'd gotten out because it was windy that day and it blew open the gate and so they got their dogs back and uh both me and my wife's hearts were racing by the time we went back inside because it was very unexpectedly excitement <laughs> don't expect at 10 30 at night i wasn't angry about the the one lady enough to you know say anything it was she was just trying to help so whatever just one of those situations that it just happens and then boils over and then you're kind of left with what <laughs> so it was yeah excitement like it could could have been disastrous the dogs had gotten in like run upstairs and like barked at the kids and who knows so i'm glad that didn't happen but i you know was also now now i flip on that light every time i go to wash dishes or whatever like any dogs back here no (laughs) anybody let the dogs out i know this is where dogs come sometimes you never know at this point so uh yeah yeah that was temporarily i want to say frightening i don't know (laughs) I don't know. It got your heart racing. Unexpe- Two little dogs got your heart racing, Jason. I mean, it was. It, it's ten thirty. It's that is the chill time. That is the cool down time for me. That is nothing exciting is going to happen at this point. I get to, you know, come down from the day and get ready for bed. And Lord knows, I'll then go upstairs and let's stare at my iPad for like an hour. Or so it doesn't really. That <laughs> gets my brain calmed down, but my eyes are still like, oh, stimulation. These dogs have blue light. <laughs> Yeah. So there there was a time when I was out running and there was a car driving incredibly slow behind a tiny little dog. And I'm like, that's weird. Like, they're just kind of like following this little dog. And I'm like, you shouldn't do that, right? Like, this is a weird thing. And so I'm kind of watching and the person just kind of like makes eye contact with me, shrugs, and then drives around the dog. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> this person has now put onus on me to figure out what's going on with this dog. <laughs> And like, your problem now, I looked at you. <laughs> so I'm like, all right. I look around. And the only other person out is this lady in her yard, like taking stuff out of her car. And I'm like, is this your dog? She's like, I have no idea whose dog that is. We should probably figure it out. I'm like, okay. So I stop running. I'm like, come here, boy. And the dog starts, like, looks at me and like, you're not a weird person in a car. I'm getting away from you. And it started running away. And I'm like, ah, now I got to go find this dog. So I follow the dog. The dog runs into this little cul-de-sac and goes up on the porch and is just like looking at me, looking at the door, looking at me, looking at the door. And I'm like, I, I don't know whose you are. I got to figure it out. So I pick up the dog because I could see it had a, a collar. And so I'm like jostling with the collar and uh, I, I see the address and I don't know where it is. So I go back to that lady. And I'm like, hey, do you know where this address is? She's like, oh, that's that cul-de-sac there. I never knew what that cul-de-sac street name was. I'm like, ah, crap. It went home. It went home, and I dog-napped it. <laughs> so we, we, the two of us walked back. Sure enough, the doorstep that I picked it up off of was the place where it lived. So we had to knock on the door and, like, we found your dog in your yard. <laughs> so I just imagine there's a ring video of me picking up their dog, running away with it, and coming back two minutes later sheepishly. So did you tell did you tell the people or did you just be like well I mean the dog came back home so mystery solved let's go back to running no no we went up and we knocked and we we're like hey your dog got out and they're like oh that was at our friend's house they must have got it was it was on a play date I'm like okay I know already all I need to know about you and I'm glad you got your dog back I'm gonna go run because I have a job and actual children to get back to so 
Bye. I, I love that you you judged instantly on that, and also that I would do the exact same thing. I would just be like, oh, I'm sorry, I have human children to deal with. You you go take your dog back to its doggy playdate. I, I was kind of hoping that you were uh, like the dog was uh, training for something. Like the you know they see the people like running driving slowly <laughs> alongside somebody while they're jogging. You know, in the training montages, I I, I thought the dog was like training for a, a show coming up, and so the people were. I mean, you, you should drive beside the dog, but I guess driving behind it wouldn't be too terrible. You, it's, a, it's a small enough dog. You wouldn't drive over it. I don't know. That, that does seem like it could end badly, but I love the car just following it slowly and just being like, ah, whatever. Finally, if somebody acknowledges that, yes, this dog is indeed here, I can drive around it. It's not a ghost dog. <laughs> Sometimes I see phantom dogs and I had to make sure this wasn't a phantom dog. I mean... People drive by all the time. You don't know what their deal is. They could be completely crazy or insane, and you don't know what's going on with them until they, they give you, like, one little hint. It's just like, oh, it's just following the small dog, but now I'm going to drive around it. It's like, okay, you're probably crazy. <laughs> it's like I caught him in the in the midst of some deep perverted act. <laughs> like, I like to follow dogs. Go lick feet like a normal pervert. Stop following <laughs> small dogs in our neighborhood. Yeah, but uh, I, I, I'm happy for the dog. I'm happy the dog found its way back. I think in my situation, the dogs, maybe uh, there's a lot of houses around the area that look very similar. And maybe they thought in the dark that, that like, this is, this is our home. Like, I'm just, I'm going to go up here and bark at the door until they let me in. And then when I turned on the light, that's when they lost it because they're just like, nope, don't know that person. Lose it. Lose it. <laughs> Help me bark, brother. <laughs> Possibly. Perhaps. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that your house smells different than their house, so they probably knew what they were getting into. I think dogs don't like to be treated like some people treat their dogs, and they were probably just making a break for it, and they're like, hey, 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 can we be here now? The other people dress us up for Halloween. Yeah, it's not really abusive behavior. It's just like, I'm tired of that. I want to go somewhere else now. Okay, you can take me back. Are you going to feed me? All right, I'll be fine. All right, I guess it's, I guess it's better than the alternative. I've seen how the yeah. other half live. Better than being at the Sigler's house. Too true. All we have is a giant fenced-in area with nothing but open space. And, I mean, there's nothing really to play with, but dogs just run around anyway. So, that's, I don't know. I, I think a dog would be very happy at our house just because of the backyard. But, uh, you know, then the kids wake up and you have to deal with the kids and maybe not. Dogs love kids. Kids love dogs. You should get dogs. Definitely not. <laughs> just, uh, no, I, I agree with that. Kids love dogs. Dogs love kids. You should get a dog. We're not going to get a dog. Not currently, at least. <laughs> so there is uh, a great Pyrenees that walks through our neighborhood. And every time we go past it, I, I just kind of get a little wistful because I desperately want a dog. I, I am a dog person. I've always loved dogs. Uh, and my kids want a dog, but not enough to do the dog report. Go back and listen to the dog report episode of the show. And so every time we see this great Pyrenees, which for those who don't know, is just this huge, massive dog, but also incredibly fluffy. They're built like Rottweilers, but just fluffy as all get out. And so you see this thing walking by, and it looks like a polar bear. And my wife at the dinner table yesterday is like, I met the Great Pyrenees. I got to pet him. It's just like petting a polar bear. And my daughter looks at her. She's like, when do you pet a polar bear, Mom? Fair question. I don't think polar bears are that fluffy, personally. I mean, I, I, they look fluffy. But that's also the polar bears that are in, like, the Coca-Cola commercials. Yeah, those aren't real polar bears. <laughs> They're CG. Well, I get that. But, but I'm saying they look fluffy. I think a real <laughs> polar bear, you know, it rolls around in the snow and everything all the time. I feel like they're super wet. 
Like you would go to like hug one. Obviously, you don't <laughs> hug a polar bear because it will kill you. But if you did like go to hug one, like oh, I love polar bears, give a hug. Like it would be just you'd just be sopping, just like oh, and it would smell so bad. Yeah, the 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 fantasy of polar bears is way different than I feel like the reality of polar bears. Cute from a distance, let's admire them, but don't approach A because it will kill you. B because it probably stinks. C it's also soaking wet. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you on this one, Jason. Don't hug a wet polar bear. I I will take that one step further. Don't dr- don't hug dry polar bears. If you happen to see one that you know is dry, you can see the fluffiness. You say like, nope, I should still keep my distance. And if two polar bears end up in your backyard and start barking at you, you're allowed to have your heart racing all night. Yeah, that would just be, okay, kids, we're moving. This is this house belongs to the bears now. <laughs> <laughs> they yes. live here now. Good luck selling the place, suckers. We're just going to start fixing it up. <laughs> Got a lot of work to do. See bears up on a ladder the next day, like fixing the one, the one <laughs> shingle that we have never fixed. It's like, damn, these bears are getting it done. Good job, bears. I wish I had a house. <laughs> you find their old den, start moving in. <laughs> the Wi-Fi reception in this place sucks. I miss my old house, but not enough to fight a bear. Nope, definitely not. That'll do it for this episode. Boy, I sure did ruin that. If you still need more, head on over to Twitter. I am at Idahobo, and Jason is at the Jason Sigler. We also do a webcomics review podcast called Digital Strips. 